of all episodes, I really want to lie today. Hi everyone, welcome to Not Gonna Lie People. My name is Dennis. And I'm Natasha. And today we are going to talk about friendship breakups. So, Nata, are you ready for today's episode? No. <laughs> I am not. Nervous, right? Among all the episodes, stories that we share today, this is very real, okay? This is real and difficult, yes. but I'm not gonna lie. But we are gonna do it anyway, okay? Yeah. So, what is friendship breakup? Okay, so everybody knows what breakups are, right? When you're in a relationship and it comes to an end, and that's something that we're all familiar with. But I think something that also happens a lot, but we don't talk about it as much. Lah. Or like, maybe in recent times, people start to talk about it a mm, bit more. Mm. Is this thing called friendship breakups. Yeah. So it's essentially when a friendship comes to an end. And I think particularly, the ones we're going to talk about today are when close friendships seem to come to an end. Which you is make why, me nervous, man. So am I, but yeah. not going to lie. So that's what we're talking about today, lah, when all close right. friendships come right. to an end. Okay, so Dennis, have you ever lost a close friend? Yeah. Uh, yes. In fact, a close friend of mine in church. All right. Mm. What makes me nervous is that I know that both of us, as we are talking here, right, and I am afraid that you know he will get to see this as we talk about this yeah. because I think that uh, we were very close. We grew up together. We had lots of fun together. Mm. We share a lot of deep things together. Then. Uh, in fact, I thought that this is a person that I will grow up with and yeah. you know, we we'll see each other's kids grow up. And during my wedding, he was my best friend. My, my best man. Wow, which means he's your best friend. La. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, me, right? in, in, that, in that sense, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I see him as really as someone who is very, very, very close. Yeah. So, during his wedding, I wasn't able to be there throughout. Okay. Because, okay, back then, I was the youth leader and we were having camp during the wedding that time. So as the youth leader, right, you know, you cannot be there, right? Yeah. For the camp, because this is like, you're the one supposed to give the message, you're the one supposed to lead the things. And mm. so I told him, okay, so I make time. I said, okay, bro, you know, I'll be there from morning all the way. And dinner time, your banquet, I won't be able to be there. So, okay, you know, so he was okay with it. He told me he was okay. And then, Years later, he messaged me, I think during my birthday, he messaged me. And then I think I was so busy, right? I only replied him like a few weeks later. So when I replied him a few weeks later, right? He messaged me a long message, you know, about how he felt towards me. Oh no. Like, he said that how he was so upset. That how come every time when he messaged me, you know, I'm unable to make time. I won't reply straight away. Like, hey, if I really matter to you, why don't you? You know, if I really matter to you, why don't you reply me? So he sent me a long message telling me how he he was he held something against me for not being there for his wedding, oh, and like he asked me like you know what kind of friend is this you know, and I really don't know how to reply. And from then onwards, right after I text him, after that I remember it was once I text him, right? mm. he also he he ghosted me like he blue take me, uh. mm. and it come to a stage that it's very weird like now right, I don't know whether should I text him. I don't know whether, you know, I don't think, I don't know whether he, he, he thinks about me. So now as we are doing this episode here, right, I wonder how will he feel when he sees this. Yeah. I'll put it honestly. Do you think you know. he's going to see this? I don't know. If he sees it, I hope, to me, I hope to be, I mean, I want to be his friend. Yeah. But I do not know whether we are on the same page. I okay. do not know whether we are on the same value. It's a very, very close friend of mine that just suddenly 
we just ended. Okay. I wish we can talk about it. So if you have a chance to say something to him on camera, what would you say? I really want to tell you that you are a good friend of mine. I do not know how else, what else we can do, or I can do to, to, to be able to, I don't know, respond to you at the level that you hope to, but I just hope we can talk about this. And that's the pain that comes with friendship breakups. Yeah. I, okay, Nata, I don't know. I don't know about you. You make me cry. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. What is your fair share of friendship breakups? I haven't ever shared my story. <laughs> you make me cry. Um, okay, I, I wouldn't call mine a breakup. Um, I think we drifted. But I think in comparison to how close we were, it's quite a big deal. Mm. Um, You're a very good friend from secondary school? Or? Um, for, for a large part of my life, let's just wow. put it that way. Mm. I had this very, very difficult conversation with one of my close friends where mm. um, basically she, I think she felt a bit disappointed in um, our friendship. La, and so she was very hurt. But the thing was that she had been feeling this for quite long. So um, it was a bit of a shock to me because like, I thought we were just needing to catch up over dinner, right? So like then, after dinner, then she kind of told me that she had something to share to me. Mm. Um, then she shared this with me. And at that point, I think she was already quite hurt for quite long. So what came for out- For how long she was um, feeling this way? She told me that she was feeling this for, if I remember correctly, um, for a few years. La. So Whoa. that really caught me- And it's your first time hearing it? Yes. It was my first time. Um, and, and I want to disclaim that, okay, this is my, my side mm. of the story. La, okay, so- um, yeah, I think, I think when I heard it, um, it was a bit of a shock. And at that point, because it was something that she was thinking about for a long time already, and it was her first time sharing. So I think it was already um, quite emotional. Mm. Yeah, so it, I, I, I remember in that moment, I, I felt... Okay, honestly, I don't even know what I was feeling. I think it was a mix of a lot of things. I, I felt shocked that this came up. I think a part of me felt a bit like backed into a corner. Like there was no room for me to... Um, explain. There was no room for me to even like share what I felt or what I thought. I just had to listen. Um, and because of that, after a while, I got angry during that conversation because I think I just felt very attacked. La. So to be honest, I don't think I responded very well when she shared these kind of things with me. Did she I take think, it well? Um, I think I didn't respond well. So that made the conversation oh, no. even harder. Oh, no. um, like I remember that I think there was a part of me mm. that just shut down emotionally just because mm. I... I, I just felt like, is there, an, is there even any room for me to share my side of the story? Mm. So I think that was the, the first thing that happened. I remember thinking in the middle of that conversation that I just want to go home. Like, because it's such a, like, I, I feel like the conversation is not going anywhere. That was the thing that triggered it. Then I think um, after some time, like, I think I wanted to kind of talk about what happened after having some space. But perhaps that space was too long because by the time I wanted to talk about it and address it, she was going through some stuff oh. and some quite intense stuff in so her life. So you didn't want to bring up to her? Um, yeah, and because of the nature of what she was going through then, it made me feel like I, I didn't want to add on to... To her burden. Yeah, to her burden mm. and what she was going through. Um, and, and we didn't talk for a very, very long period of time. 
um, and eventually like when she was okay, we talked about it and tried to, I guess, work things out. I shared with her how I felt during that period of time. Um, and, and then I thought it was okay, you know. So like, I thought that after we talked about it, then we can slowly build things back. Lah. But I think what I realized um, was that because this to me was a, a very, very deep um, hurt, which I didn't know at that point in time, but I think it, it was something that killed quite a bit of the trust mm. in the friendship for me. Um, and I think it was through this that I learned that trust really is quite hard lah, to rebuild when it is broken. So It must be quite painful. Uh, it because was. you say you, you know her for a long time. Yeah, like, and she was somebody that, she was somebody that was very dear to me. Um, and I'm the kind of person that like, like once you're in my heart, you're in my heart. Like, oh no, I need tissue. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm the kind of person that, like, once you're in my heart, you're there lah. Like, you don't really leave. And, like, I hold people quite dearly in my heart. Um, but maybe I don't express it very often or I don't express it enough. So sometimes they don't feel it. And I think in her case, like, she didn't feel it from me and that was something that hurt her. It's like a, it's like a marriage or even like, a, you know, where we have to communicate our expectation and to know that it's not just the person's fault, but it's actually, I, I, I need to, the things I need to improve in, you know, yeah. I can do better. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. if I, yeah, but doesn't mean, it's true that doesn't mean that once this is communicated, means that, oh yeah, then we'll be, be the best friend, right? It's hard work. Yeah, I think with any relationship, um, I mean, of course, at the, let, let's talk about friendships, right? So at the start, you become friends because there, there are similarities. Ma. Most mm. of us find friends who we click with on a certain level. And because of that, then at the start of the friendship, like I guess we bond quite a lot. Um, and maybe for some of us in our friendships, we don't experience any difficulties and, and so good for you. But I think for the rest of us, like when we come into certain tensions in the relationships, I think then how we deal with these tensions play a very, very big part in what happens to the relationship. Right? Yes, exactly. If every time there is a fight, then the friendship breaks off. How do we work things out? Yeah, then... Understand so, each so other better. If we are the kind of person that every time there's a fight, right, then we call it quits. Mm. Then all our experience of friendship will be friendship breakups. Mm. Because perhaps we don't really know how to fight well, mm. or we don't really know how to talk through mm. some of these things. And I'm saying this as somebody who hasn't mm. gotten it figured out because mm. I think I'm still in the midst mm. of trying to figure out how to sort through a, a disagreement. But mm. I think that actually is a very, very big part of relationship building that if we can sort through, right, strengthens the friendship and perhaps even aligns certain expectations better for the future. Yeah, so, I mean, that's some of the things that I, I'm figuring out and learning along the way when it comes to friendship breakups. But yeah, I, I'm curious about you though. Like, what have you learned or realized through your yeah. friendship breakups? So, I actually experienced like a friendship crisis where after I got attached mm. and suddenly I felt that all my friends left me. Oh, no. I don't you know that feeling right there. Like people distance themselves yeah, from they, you. Maybe for, okay, maybe they have good intentions. They feel that, oh, you know, these two person, happy for them, let them be together, let them go and park tall. But then, so the, the friends that used to chill me out, mm. stop chilling me out. Then I see them hanging out and I see their, their pictures on social media and, no. and I'm like, so, you know, now we are together means that we are not together, you know, so that was, that was very hard because yeah. it's not just one or two, it's a couple, it's a few friends. Wow. 
Then the yeah, thing is yeah, that yeah. during my relationship time, right, we went through a very hard time. We, we want, actually, we were, when we got together, we were like, oh, no, we can get married straight away because we, we thought we know each other for very long. But when yeah. you get together, right, they realize that, wow, we are so different. Mm. There's so many things to work out. Then I was having all those things, fights with her. Then there's no one you can talk to. Yeah. Mm. So what I did is that I sat down and I wrote a list of people that say, these are people I want to be friends to. Oh <laughs> Thank you, and I primary school. <laughs> yeah, so like, okay, I'll meet you up. I will tell, I'll go and tell them that, hey, you know, I want to be a friend to you. And mm. you know, how can we meet up? Can we, you know, just initiate a friendship with them. This yeah. is very interesting to me, right? Because, okay, number one, it sounds like a close friends list, lah. You know, like now Instagram has that, right? But yeah, you yeah, started yeah, yeah. it before Instagram started it. Just that yours yeah, is yeah, on yeah. pen and paper. I'll share but with like, you. And <laughs> you know, like precisely the idea of the close friends list, right? People add friends into their list because they feel like these are people who. Yes, I want to share maybe, my life with. Yeah, you. like they are, they are, they treat you well, mm. or like they are your good friends mm. and they have earned their spot mm. Mm. Okay, in okay. your close friends list, right? But I feel like the way you went about it is quite interesting, lah. Because normally what people do is that they filter over time based on how people treat them, right? Like, you treat me as a good friend, so like, okay lah, I reciprocate and then we build the friendship. But for you, it's like you had a list of people who maybe haven't even really extended that hand of friendship to you, know you but why? you chose to do it. Because I really don't have you friends there. <laughs> so if you don't oh, have man. friends, you can do that, okay? Ideal. I mean, anyway, but because... But now people anyhow add you into their close friends list. No! <laughs> okay, but yes, your advice yes, would be... Yes. I learned a very powerful lesson. Uh, I would say God taught me a very powerful lesson mm. because I realized that it is not just about my need of a friend, but it is true that in every one of us, there is a need for relationship. There's a need for you know, intimacy with people. There's a need for to be loved. Mm. There's a need to be understood. There's a need for someone that you can trust and you can journey with. You know, we all want that kind of friends around us. Instead of me feeling this way, why don't I be a friend to someone? Instead of me just thinking, who are my friends? Mm. Why don't I be a friend to someone around me? I realized that my need for relationship is met in God. Whatever that's described you, the need to be loved, the need to, 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 to have someone to journey with, to, that I can take, that, uh, to feel trusted with. You know, I get that in my relationship with God. Mm. Christianity is not just a religion, but it's a relationship with a living God. So, because of that, I realized that, hey, I, I have the capacity to be a friend instead of like just be in my own shell and be so upset about like, oh, you know, how come I'm like that? My situation is like that. Mm. Which I think is, is common and normal. But I think, thankfully, that revelation or that paradigm shift helped me to see things and see friendship a bit differently. Yeah. yeah. And that did help you to build some, I guess, healthier friendships that have lasted till today. Lah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, with what you said, I, I really resonate with that. I feel like, in fact, um, because for me, like, um, this friendship, okay, I mean, it's not a breakup, right? But like, this distancing in the friendship was with a friend that I really drew a lot of strength from growing up. Um, and so I think when that was, like, gone from my life or when that was kind of like, okay, like, when, when it was gone, I think it did hurt a lot and it did make me feel like I lost something but it was also in that period of time right where I think I learned to really enjoy who God is in my life um for for me right I think I began to experience God as a person who really understands me fully like one of the thoughts that came to me was that wow I, I really treasure who God is in my life so much because 
God is the only person, right, who understands me fully. Mm. God is the only person who, you know, I don't even have to struggle to try and string sentences together, right, only to be partially understood. I don't have to keep clarifying and keep explaining how I feel. But even as I sit there, I am completely understood and completely loved. And I think that gave me so much comfort mm. in a time where a, a very major relationship in my life felt like it was breaking down. And so I, I think I really did come to appreciate God. Mm. But at the same time, right, through the way that I think I reacted to my friend, um, I came to also realize that my love is very imperfect and very flawed. Um, I realized that my love is sometimes quite unforgiving. Um, you know, the Bible tells us, there's, there's this verse in 1 Corinthians 13 that describes attributes of what love is like and specifically what the love of God is like. And so it says that love is not proud. It says things like love is not self-seeking. Love keeps no record of wrong. Mm. Um, and I think I've come to realize that I'm, I'm so unlike that because I struggle to forgive when I'm hurt. I struggle to let go of what I perceive as wrong that has been done onto me. Mm. I struggle to see past myself. I struggle to value another person and prioritize another person's needs above my own hurt. And sometimes you may say like, why must we do that? Because we are, we are hurt, right? Like, why must you try to like love somebody else when, when it also seems like they have hurt you? Yeah. But I think my answer to that is that it's who I want to be. Oh. Like, I don't want to be somebody that is just very hung up on the bitterness and resentment. And I don't want to paint a narrative in my head where I am a victim and life sucks and everybody has done wrong to me. I think number one, that is quite untrue. Mm. And number two, that sometimes places ourselves in a place where we don't take ownership of the things that we also have not done the best. Lah. And so even though it was quite hard and it was very humbling, right? I think forcing myself to realize that there were things that I did that have contributed to the situation. But at the same time, there are things that I can do so that I, I learn to be better and I learn to be a better friend, a better human being to the people around me. I think these were very sobering realizations. But I have to say that I, I'm not there yet. Lah. I think there are still things that I really, really struggle to and I struggle to do and I really, really hope I can be more of. Yeah, I, I know. What are some encouragements we can say to people who... Yeah. <laughs> It's not very sad, right? This episode. Friendship breakups. I guess for our friends who are yeah. currently going through a friendship breakup or you have already broken up with a friend. Um, I mean, a, a few things that I would say. Um, perhaps it is to spend time processing some of the emotions that we feel instead of just like dwelling in it and rehearsing it over and over again in your head. Perhaps there is some value in figuring out what we feel, why we feel those things. And actually, if this person is a friend that really, really matters to you, right? Then to ask yourself that question, no? whether this is a friendship that you want to spend time rebuilding. And if it is, then maybe sometimes swallow the pride and the fear to just be the first person to reach out and drop a text. Yeah. If the pain of losing close friends is so great, right? Do you still think it's worth it to build friends? Definitely. Because we all need friends, you know, and it's worth it because you think about like the memories you have with friends. Mm. Think about how your friends journey through life with you, share certain memories with you. There are certain things in life are just not worth it if you don't have people to celebrate with, share with, and enjoy, and, and enjoy with. And I think that's what makes friendship, you know, worth it, the joy of it. Yeah. What about you? I agree. 
I still am a believer of being able to find friends who will journey with you for the rest of your life and yep. go through different things with you. So, totally agree. Alright. So, we hope that today's episode encourage you if you're going through something like that, right? We want to really let you know lah, that even though the pain of losing a close friend is very intense and is great at times, right? The joy of finding close friends is also very much worth it. Absolutely. So thank you for tuning in to today's episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. And if you have any stories or comments for us, you can find us on at ngl.people on Instagram and TikTok. You can like our video, you can share this content with anybody who may benefit from it and subscribe to our channel. So with that, we'll see you in our next episode. Bye! Bye! <laughs>